I hope you watched the right film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched Jumper a load. Okay. I really liked it when it first came out. I've actually okay. seen this film before. I have you. That's which will interesting. You. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. I, as soon as I as soon as I saw the thing and I read the description, I remembered the scene in Rome. Yeah, you know the Colosseum. I'd sit. I I didn't sit all the way through it. Obviously, I just saw that scene. And I was like, Nah, what is yeah. this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've actually seen portions of this film before. So I'm actually a day one fan because I saw it in the cinema. No, you didn't. I did a hundred percent. Little what? family trip. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> Uh yeah, love it. Like a I've little Sunday afternoon. Oh, let's go watch a nice <laughs> yeah, film. It literally was like a was rainy it? Sunday. We're like, what should we do? Let's, let's go, go watch jump. Hayden Christensen, yeah, we love him. In let's his go. next big hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Welcome to Crap Movie Club, episode 47, and we are talking about Jumper, which is a movie where Hayden Christensen, he can teleport and he gets into some antics, that sort of thing. Uh, By way of introductions, I'm Max, and as ever, I'm joined by Jordan. Hello. And Tim. Hi. So uh, we've all seen it before in some way or another. Um... And, and that's interesting. And I mentioned I was a day one fan. I saw it in theatres. Tim's watched it a bunch of times. Jordan, you know, here and there, you've seen little bits and maybe mm-hmm. you've watched it. But what are your high level thoughts? Did you like it? We'll start with Tim. Yeah, it's what well, it's it's not boring, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's constant little like action scenes to keep you engaged throughout it. I would say the plot is almost non-existent. Obviously, you have the Jamie Bell bits. Also, who I'm going to refer to as Billy Elliot for the rest of the film. Yeah, that's allowed. Um, yeah, the Billy Elliot bit where it adds a bit more plot than just him running away from Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. But there's not much plot, really, and the acting's not exactly amazing, and there's some real janky shots of uh, Jamie Bell when he's supposed to be, like, leering on them. And you can see it's a really bad green screen behind them and stuff like that, which just take you out yeah. of it. But yeah. broadly... I think I think it's a mildly enjoyable film, like a hungover Sunday watch. Yeah, I'd still, I'd still put yeah. it on. Background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? I thought the premise was actually quite good. I quite yeah. like the premise of like a youngish person discovering that they can teleport and all the things that you would do with that. Like the first thing you would do is rob a bank. Like, <laughs> absolutely, it's not even, he just goes straight to he it. He just goes to it. Yeah. But brings back like duvet. Uh, covers full of yeah, cash yeah, yeah. and just yeah. lies in it in his room. Like yeah. the premise of it was quite fun, but then they didn't really develop on it. It was just the same thing. And then mm-hmm. as soon as the the chaser was in was introduced, it just became a thing where he was just whizzing from place to place to get away from him. And then like a like a kind of romantic comedy element to it, but that was really f- sped up. It felt like uh, yeah, like, a little these bit, people yeah. hadn't seen each other in like fifteen years, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll go across the world with you. Sounds good. Yeah. You're yeah. not a weirdo." Uh, you just made a person disappear. You said they'd never come back. That, yeah, let me just definitely get on a, <laughs> on a plane with you. Um, I felt like it was just a missed opportunity. Like the premise of it was good. The delivery of it was bad. And like Tim said, it was basically just poor plot and action shots just wound together very loosely. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, I think like the point you made was really valid in the build up. It felt like the last 20 minutes or so was just building up for there to be like a sequel or a prequel. Because okay. I felt like we won't talk too much about the plot, but I felt like at the end it could have gone one of two ways. Because mm. um, of the, the twist, that could have gone back to see what was going on there, or forward to see what was going to happen next. 
So yeah. it yeah, it felt like a badly put together film with just a lot of filler at the end to try and make it make the studios froth at the bit for the sequel that obviously never <laughs> happened. I um I tend to agree with both of you really. I think that it's good kind of like slightly above average stuff. The plot is not watertight. I think that some of janky is the word I'd agree with from Tim. Like some of the shots are just terrible. Um and some of the performances are awful. I don't like the, the fact that you know it's kind of like the pre the, the the prequel section where he's younger, right? And it's a different actor. Yeah. He's not he's not that young. He's meant to be like fifteen in that section, and yet he looks completely different to Hayden Christensen. They should have made him like way younger, so that that makes sense. That's just a, a little bit of a gripe from me. But then I guess if like a, a ten year old kid wouldn't work out to go and rob a bank and wouldn't be able to rent a hotel room by himself in New York. Who's to say? Well, who's to say? Exactly. There's no uh, precedent for it. A ten year old kid being able to teleport. So maybe you would. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Um, but yeah, he looks completely different. It's a bit ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, frustrating in some ways to watch with how sloppy the main character is with everything. Oh. In terms of like making himself very easy to capture. Well, that's one of the criticisms the film had when it first came out. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's based on a book. And mm-hmm. in the book, the main character, still not an amazing guy, but is pretty slick at being a jumper as opposed to a buffoon who... How the fuck do you forget to use how to use a door? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did he actually, or did Samuel Jackson lock it? No, I think he genuinely forgets how to use a door. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Because even if you're in, like, if you're in, you wouldn't just jump through the door. No. There's no point. You just open a door to someone would see you as well. Exactly. You don't know who's on the other side of the door. Why would you teleport just like one foot? Why would you go to where you're going to be walking to or going to? My, I think Samuel Jackson locked it and then just made a little joke like you forgot how to use a door. It's good theory crafting. It could Mm be. Uh, the thing that now we're talking about all this, the thing that super, really, really annoyed me about this film, yeah. and I don't know why I didn't bring it up in my introduction, is the rules of jumping seem to change every scene. Yeah. Like, they were like, you have to look at this picture. And Samuel Jackson's like, we got him. We could see all the things there where he could go. Like, we could yeah, see all the his locations. Jump spots. His jump spots. And yeah. then he could just go wherever the fuck he wants. If he thinks he does, about it, yeah. he just goes there. If he's yeah. like, oh, I want to go around to this little bit of um, around the Coliseum. I want to go under here. I think if you could, if you have direct eye line to it, you can just jump yeah, to it. It's if then, you've been there, or if you can kind of picture it with a picture. I think, but that's not that at the beginning. That's not what the rules are. The rules are that you have to have pictures up in your wall. Isn't that what it was? And I think they it's were just like, so he remembers all the places. Well, Samuel, and, Samuel Jackson thinks that he's now got him like caught up. He's like, well, if there's pictures here, that's the only places he can go. Like, yeah. it felt like that was the principle that we were setting in the film. And then yeah. at one point, he just teleported back to a place that he was when he was six. Yeah, it's well, like, the first ever jump, he doesn't have a picture because he's freezing in a lake so and he goes what? to the library. Yeah. Ha- it's somewhere you've been before or you're familiar with or if you have a picture, you can look and it can kind of help you. Right, okay. But he yeah. does, there are points when he goes to completely new places and it doesn't... Um, it's yeah, and the, the following the other person through the jump scar, as he calls it. Yeah, where did that come from? nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Tim said, they made him out to be a buffoon for like 85% of the film and then the last bit he's like t- t- like teleporting a house yeah a chosen one <laughs> yeah suddenly just gains all his power stops yeah. being like an imbecile and can teleport a fucking house yeah. from place to place and then takes takes um, Samuel Jackson just puts him in a desert 
or wherever the yeah. fuck it was. Grand Canyon, it was, wasn't it? Was it the Grand Canyon? Yeah, I think so. But how has he really been to that spot in the Grand Canyon before? I guess maybe. <laughs> I I think like the rules around like what happens if you jump and you land where there's someone already standing. Yeah, you just rip them apart. Surely. Yeah, yeah, you just tear them from. Yeah, stuff like that. I was thinking about, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I just wish I wish I wish there'd been a really hard and fast way of us understanding what the fuck was going on with his. The one thing that made this film stand out from every other film was yeah. his jumping ability. And a lot of the time I felt like he can just do whatever he wants, basically. He's not bound yeah. to do anything. He can just teleport through walls. He can mm-hmm. see a place instantaneously teleport there. It's just a bit like... I think they, they should have defined the rules. And like there should be different types of jumpers as well. Like There should be a jumper who can do, use a picture or there should be a jumper who can only do it if they've been there and stuff like that. That would make it a little bit more interesting. Um, that would add to the budget, though, of uh, having more than four yeah. speaking parts in the whole film. Very true, yeah. 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 Uh, and you say, like, oh, they had all the jump sites. Oh, you know, it's done. We know everywhere it's going to be. Not really. There was about 100 places. Samuel Jackson apparently has five people working for him. Yeah, he's like, send all the people and two yeah. people turned up with yeah. that. It's like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Billy Elliot's like, you can't do that. He's got his army there. It's literally like five guys. <laughs> you can teleport. I had a question. Um, so someone robbed the bank, right? Yeah. I don't know who it was. So how did they get in? They called Samuel Jackson. Is they don't call Samuel Jackson. Who, who, uh, how does he get involved in this in this thing? They're like some secret. Secret. Like, so he just turns up and goes, oh, I'm here to help you with the... With the... Yeah. yeah. I was like, how did they end up calling this guy? Is it's he like, like the, um, I think he's like the NSA in films where they turn up and they pretend to be the CIA and all these yeah. other things so people don't know they exist. So they, then, didn't, they didn't just call him thinking, mm, this could be a jumper. They're just no, like, so. he just turned up and went, I'm here to solve the problem. And he punches a police officer. <laughs> Interesting method. Like he's literally a government employee and yet he goes around. Is he a government like employee? I don't think though. he is. I reckon he, I think because. I they, think they're like some weird cult. The didn't they say it was religious? Didn't they Since say it was a crusades, cult? yeah, and the witch burnings, yeah. Yeah, so keeps... it's not a government thing, it's a cult. Because he keeps on saying How only f- God should have the power or something. Yeah, yeah, he keeps yeah. on bringing up God. I'm like, right, is this just like a religious cult? Yeah. <laughs> you know that knife up. he had? Was that just a normal knife or was it like an ancient knife? It should have been like a medieval, like fucking dagger. That it was like sick. a normal knife. Like it was a... like a combat jungle knife. <laughs> yeah. what? What's the relevance? Was he in Vietnam or something? The theming, the theming was a bit all over the yeah. place. Like... That should have been like a crusade dagger or something. I mean, That'd anything that links links back to what they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Googled it. They're a religious sect who are extremists, extremists who are hell-bent on killing jumpers. And yet they, they believe have... it's a, degrace, a, a disgrace to God. Ah, <laughs> fine. That's the law built out. Watertight. Yeah. Don't question yeah. it. Uh, all right, then. Here's the big question. What would you do if you could jump? Rubber bank. Rubber bank, yeah. Yeah, that'd be my start. That set that set my basis. I'd, I'd have a load of. If you see, he teleports a whole car, uh, like a building, doesn't he? Yeah. So if you practice, you can teleport bigger and bigger things. Uh, well, it killed someone. Someone died trying to do a building. So you probably don't want to go too crazy. So I'd practice, and then I'd be like, "Ah, oh, can I take this Ferrari out on a test drive, please?" And I'd teleport to a different continent, and then bam, I'd sell that Ferrari. Why do you need to? Why do you? Why are you like selling things? Yeah. Rob a bank. Oh, <laughs> why are you a merchant? You can get you can get found out selling the bank if you're just selling cars for cash. That's pretty untraceable. 
Why don't you just jump the whole bank to another continent and sell it? <laughs> sell the fuck off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teleport into secondhand shops and try and flip it for a profit on eBay. Yeah, that's my, that's my grand plan to make Story money over the next five to ten years. Pop in there, see it first, <laughs> jump back out, and then only bid if you know it's good stuff. Exactly. Four hundred dollars profit. Yeah. <laughs> Jumpers win again, baby. I'd, uh, I'd rob the money plane. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. But you have to be on it to. You have to see. Like, inside no, to you can just it. Google money plane. Look at a picture of it, and you just and jump into it, and then jump the out. <laughs> oh, this premise is so dumb. I, I'd, I'd make a little hideout somewhere. I'd find a really secure like bunker. Compound. No one's been into since the Second World War. Yeah. And that's be where that'd be where I store all my money. And yeah. I basically just make like a little money dungeon, <laughs> like a dragon, like in his money <laughs> pile. <laughs> yeah, and I just sit there all day. Yeah, maybe someone's trying to break in. Yeah, I just do what he did basically, which is like steal all the money and have a nice car and go look around the world. Wouldn't do anything mental. Very good. I'd become a superhero. I think he nearly did. He nearly did. He thought about it because it was like, oh, these people are fucking dying. They're going to drown. What's going to happen? Like live on news. And he's just like changes the channel. Yeah, he, he, he went, he teleported to his little storage bin, just got a wad of money and then just yeah, left. Yeah. Like, okay. Maybe that was like a breadcrumb for the sequel. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's but right. I would go. I would go and help them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've become like the most loved person in the world. Yeah, why wouldn't so you just, become a superhero? Yeah, yeah. Someone would probably assassinate you, like the government would probably just kill you. Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> they could, we can't have someone this powerful just bopping around doing stuff. Yeah. Get Samuel on the case, it'd sort him out. Yeah. yeah. Did you like his haircut? Loved it. Yeah. Second yeah. best haircut of Samuel Jackson's career, maybe. Under what, behind Unbreakable? Yeah. Yeah. He had a, was it, was that, was that the same kind of era, Unbreakable and Jumper? Oh, Unbreakable was uh, 2003 about, or 2004. Yeah, yeah, yeah a good bit five, earlier. Good 5-10 years before. Right. This, was, this seemed to be in a bit of a lull in his career. Yeah. Just Although really... he does, he still makes really bad films now. Yeah, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> he'll do anything, amazing. honestly. If you pay him enough, he'll do anything. I feel yeah. like that's exactly what the case is. I think is. he's pretty openly said that like in interviews. It's like, if you pay me enough money, I'll turn up. It's like Michael yeah. Caine used to be just like, I've got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> get me in this nonsense. Yeah, if you if you are him and you're offered, you just get offered jobs left, right, and centre. You probably just take it, wouldn't you? You can pick and choose, really. Probably. Yeah. The most expensive ones, just. Yeah. yeah. As long as my hair is mental in some way, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Um. Why does no one use guns in this film? Weird. Because they can just jump around bullets. They're too. Quick. How can they jump they, around but bullets? They, but they can't jump around that metal little cage that gets shot out. Yeah. If you think about a place where the bullet isn't, you just teleport there. There you go. How can you can't even think that fast though? Oh, you can. You're a it'd, be a, it'd be a very different film, wouldn't it? It'd be like, got you, bang. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Or when they're when they're caught up in the little buzzy wire thing, just shoot them in the head. Yeah. There literally. you go. Jumper done. He only killed one jumper, didn't he? And it was like in the yeah, forest. In the forest in Asia. What a great success rate for a government really. official. Oh, no, he's not a government no. official. We've already discovered he's just yeah, a yeah. mental yeah. person. Yeah, but I guess, yeah, guns kind of break the whole premise, don't they? So you can't have them in the, in the, in the world. Like for most sci-fi things where someone has a power, apart from if they're invincible to bullets, guns break the whole concept. Mm. That is true. Like, why is no one shooting Elastigirl? The bullets would bounce off her. Absolutely. Elastic, in this way. Yeah. She could just bend around them. You can't shoot elastic, Tim. Are you mental? Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
they probably would bounce off her really why would they bounce off uh, i don't want to get into this she's rubbish if she she can like jump out a plane and land on the ground she can deflect a bullet we'll google it can we google <laughs> it later? yeah you can google can it yeah. elastigirl deflect bullets yeah, go on. we need to know <laughs> just the What's auto the, the auto response is so good can Alaska stretch her head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, is Alaska bulletproof? Uh, so it says that she she'll be able to dodge them or kick. She could dodge or kick a bullet. She apparently, kick yeah, she a bullet. kick a bullet. Yeah, kick, I don't want to talk about kick a bullet because that's even more insane. What the fuck. Okay, fine. Case closed. And can her head stretch? <laughs> <laughs> Let me please. Respond. I swear, her head gets smaller at one point. She goes under doors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she can, yeah. That's yeah. been confirmed as well. Nice. Would you rather be able to jump or be Elastigirl powers? Uh, Elastigirl powers? Yeah. Kick yeah, a bullet. Well, I'd be Elastaman. Yeah, yeah, you'd be you. But... Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 definitely. Elastaman. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think jumping, you could, is, you could... uh, jumping is quite good, though. Can you not just flop under bank walls? Can you not become... Can you slide under yeah, the wall? Can, can you not become... <laughs> but how do you get the stuff out, Jordan? You can get in there, but you can't make the other stuff. They're airtight, aren't they? Bank vaults. Mm. And you can't make the other stuff small enough to get through. Mm. So you're just in a bank vault. I'd love to be an elastic jumper. <laughs> I'd be a combo of the two. Yeah. I'd be the ultimate predator. I could kick bullets everywhere and just teleport. <laughs> All right, here we go. Back on to jumper. We've got some key facts lined mm. up. 2008. So kind of a lull in samuel l jackson's career but also a lull in cinema like what else was around this time 2008 that's when we're like 18 it's like avatar? Pop- Av- yeah avatar this is the avatar era isn't it it's like everything was just getting put 3d in for no apparent yeah. reason yeah i read that the special effects in this were groundbreaking so we'll get to that later. <laughs> really yeah okay. directed by doug lehman who also directed the born identity Edge of Tomorrow and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So okay, so he's done some genuinely good films. Well, put it. That's one way to put it. But Edge of Tomorrow is good, Matt. You'd enjoy it. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Eighty-eight minutes. That was really good, wasn't that? I loved that. Oh, I did enjoy more so than I do enjoy a ninety-minute or less film. So good. Ah, oh, just got it over and done with. <laughs> I just want to go back to a point quickly before we move on here. You said yeah, it's a Elastigirl's head. It's <laughs> no, Elastigirl's head definitely stretches. You said it was a lull in films. There are so many good films. Right. Yeah, because Max just can't remember that year for some reason. I can't remember more than two years ago. Honestly, <laughs> okay. what was it, Jordan? Uh, we got The Dark Knight. We've got Iron yeah. Man, wow. Taken, yeah. uh, The Happening, Twenty One Jump Street, The Happening, uh, Kung Fu Panda, which I'm definitely putting Fair on play. the top list. Twenty One uh, Jump Street definitely is in 2008. Ah, uh, well, I'm seeing you here. My name's Jeff. My name's Jeff. No way. Uh, Cloverfield came out in 2008. Cloverfield, we were big on Cloverfield. We were massive Jordan. on Cloverfield. I love that yeah. shit. Right. So, fair play. Comment retracted. Also, Twilight. So, Belle, Belle Swan, whatever her name is, was in this and in a Twilight big, in the same that's year. Big, actually. Huge year for her. Wow. Um, budget, 85 million. Are you ready? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I hope it's half. Take a guess. Take I a hope guess. it's half. Tim? I Googled uh, Jump Rally, okay, so I know. Fine. Are you doing the opening weekend numbers on Wikipedia? Just, 
just whatever's on Wikipedia. 85 million budget, 225 million box office. Wow. That, that's opening weekend. That's not like the best. No, thing. no, that's, that's, that's total. Opening yeah. weekend was like 30 mil. And no sequel. What Unbelievable. the fuck? What does it take? I know. What does it, it take? Absolutely packed. In a quiet year for cinema as well. Like, I mean, well critically, though, didn't it? 15% Rotten Tomatoes. So. 15%. That's rotten. That's certified rotten. Uh, very rotten. Yeah, Not fresh. Rotter. Any other comments? Are you ready for the cast? Cast. Cast. Cast me, me up. Hayden Christensen as David Rice. <laughs> Max Theriot as 15-year-old David. Rachel Bilson as Millie. Um, I'm going to skip young Millie. Not relevant. Samuel L. Jackson as Roland Cox. Jamie Bell, a.k.a. Billy Elliot. As Griffin, Diane Lane as Mary Rice, David's mother. Michael Rooker as William Rice, David's abusive father. I like Michael Rooker; really good actor. He's a good actor. So is Diane Lane, and then she's just in this. What else is she in? She's Superman's mum. Um, Shut up. Well, she is great actress. <laughs> she is okay. Um, and she's been in like actual proper films back in the day as well. Okay. But Superman's mum is the only one I could think of right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really bad. Fine. Uh, who are your top performances and worst performances? We'll start with Jordan. I like the dad. I thought he was quite good in this. Yeah, quite, Michael like, tortured. Rooker. Yeah. Um, like he actually played quite a dramatic role in this. Like he's that, always, what like, he did to his dad is actually mental. Yeah. You're not so crazy. In the book, in the book his thought. dad's like really abusive. I that think was that was implied. That was implied. It's, it's implied in this, but then he yeah. just—I think what he does is worse. His maybe. his character his character arc is actually quite. I mean, it's, you know what I mean. Like his the development of that character is actually quite interesting, and yeah. everyone else isn't. So he was up, by far up the until best. when he dies. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> um, worst performance I thought was the the love interest, whatever the girl was called. Oh, from the OC. Summer from the OC. You leave her alone. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was dreadful in this. Just Rachel so Bilson, yeah. Just like pointless. Also, um, just clue. Uh, yeah, it's a shame because the character is written that way almost. Just clueless, like never left her hometown sort of thing. Just like, wh- what? who am I? What's happening? Yeah, let's be go across the world with this guy. Yeah, this is yeah. a good idea. Let's get on him. First day of meeting him. Like, I, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't rate her at all. Okay. What more would you have wanted? A different actress. A bit of initiative. No, actress. It's and, different character you want, Jordan. No, I, the I, actress I, I, doesn't matter in this. Well, I don't think she was very. I don't think she acted very well either. Like, I think the writing was bad. I think the her her actual part of the plot, she was basically just like a Dumbo, game like <laughs> pretty much. Um, oh, thank you. How did you get around that door? Oh, I'll just walk through here. Uh, just like, come on, mate. Um, but also, yeah, I think you're probably right. The character was the main flaw here. Uh, but the actress, the actress didn't help. She was the worst performance, but that's probably unfair on her because of the writing. Interesting, like a backhanded insult slash compliment. <laughs> yeah, so let's take from that. Yeah, take it as is. We've said a lot worse. Yeah, um, Tim. Best is it probably is Michael Rooker. He's the only one that's like yeah, not quite wooden. Worst, I'm going out on a limb here. Samuel Jackson. Really? Wow, really? Wow. Yeah. Why? How though? He's just himself, just standard Sam. 
Exactly. I want someone to, I want to actually do like a different character to the character I see in every other film he's ever been in. Impossible. Yeah. He just doesn't say motherfucker in this. No. That's the only difference from every other role he's ever played. Yeah. He was a, it. it was a little bit safe from Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't it? Yeah. I would have liked a bit more wildness from him. Yeah. But then I can't give it to Rachel Bilson because I loved her in the OC. Yeah. Fair play. I think Samuel Jackson should have like... You know, I was saying earlier, he should have really leaned into the whole religious aspect. He should have been, like, quoting scripture as he kills them and stuff like that. Like, a crazy fucking, like, guy who just wants to carry out his, like, religious mission. That would have been much cooler, I think. He's just there for a quick paycheck, though, isn't he? Yeah, he was. He's probably only done 10 days of filming for this whole film, if If, that. If that, yeah. It's easy money, isn't it? Yeah, I really liked Michael Rooker. I thought that Jamie Bell as Griffin was actually probably one of the saving graces of this film. Um, I thought Hayden Christensen was average. Rachel Bilson, a bit below average. So I think I tend to agree with uh, what everyone said, really, to be honest. Yeah, Jamie Bell's all right, isn't he? He's pretty solid in everything he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even King Kong. I didn't know who Michael Rooker was. He was talking about him at the beginning. Yeah. Hey, Yondu. 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 Yeah. Walking Dead, I think, is my um, main reference point for Michael Rooker. Oh, was he yeah. was he Walking Dead? Okay, yeah, yeah, seen yeah. it. He dies quite early, though, doesn't he? It comes back. Spoiler. It comes back. He's lost a hand. Oh shit! Yeah, I did watch past that bit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, one little thing from me. One little comment. Not really. A, it's kind of a cast-related comment. If, also, just a plot comment. Fucking mental that the bully is in the bar. 15 years later what a coincidence they couldn't think of anything else so again it's in the book mark is her boyfriend and they didn't go to school together he just runs in he meets her once in a bar so they they like try they put this weird childhood thing in there for the film to give you a story arc for the main character right but mark yeah that's mental also then he's like hey everybody it's rice bowl. What rice, rice bowl? bowl? Why? Rice bowl. I don't understand the rice bowl thing. I I feel like they, is it like the rose? Is it like a thing on the rose bowl, which is like a college football thing? Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a deleted scene where he's eating a bowl of rice in the canteen. Just eats a bowl of rice, pure rice. Uh, <laughs> rice bowl. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's um, works. Yeah. All right. That's the cast. Any other comments, or is it plot time? I think jump into the plot. Let's see what plot that plot time. do. All right, here we go. Ah, it starts with like, wow. It's like, what a day I've had. It's like him how talking they, to the audience. How did they get here? Yeah. yeah, it's like every 90s This TV is me checking out. I yeah. <laughs> Record scratch. Yeah, oh. breakfast in like a Berlin cafe. It's just loads of random stuff. Then a bit of sightseeing in fucking, I don't know. Yeah, and that was all before lunch. And the time zones, I swear, don't work for the things he's saying. No, they don't. No. Didn't always used to be like this. Used to be a quiet kid. Yeah, yeah. And that, and then, yeah, like you said, it kind of jumps back in time. And he's a kid. And he lives at home. In that opening shot, by the way, he's sat on the Sphinx, right? Sunbathing. Yeah. yeah. And then flashback, he lives at home with his dad, Michael Rooker. He likes this girl, gives her a snow globe because she wants to go traveling. And then the bully kid throws it into the frozen lake. He goes to get it. He falls in the frozen lake river thing. Everyone thinks he's dead, but actually he fucking teleported into the library and ruined loads of books, loads of water everywhere. Anyway, he walks around for a bit, goes home, 
Um, and then kicks off. I think his dad tries to get him and then he jumps back to the library again. Then he's like, what's going on? And then he just yeets himself out of there, essentially. And then he has a lovely, amazing life. Robbing banks, we get a like sequence of him like figuring out how to do all that. And then he essentially at time skips and he's grown up and he's Anakin Skywalker. And he's living in this pretty cool New York penthouse. And then weirdly, he decides to go Millie, to go see Millie again. Because um, he like left her the snow globe again to say, be like, oh, I'm not dead kind of thing before he left home. Uh, but yeah, he's grown up. He goes to see Millie again. Like, yeah, like I don't know that I'm I'm going quite deep for the beginning because nothing really happens. It's just him living his life, and I'm 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 saying he goes back to the bar to see Billy, right? And she works Millie. Bar. Millie. Do you miss Millie, the bit yeah, where yeah. Samuel L. Jackson attacks him then? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does. Well, that's no, that, that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant, Tim. Huge plot point. I was going to mention it in passing, but seeing as how you brought it up. <laughs> That's Sam- mental. Samuel Jackson is a paladin. They hate jumpers. They're hunting him down because he's a bank robber, whatever. He finds him in his apartment and fails to capture him. Anakin Skywalker escapes. Then this is when just it's mistake after mistake. He knows these crazy people are tracking him down. He goes home to see Millie. Gets in a bar fight with the bully from before teleports the bully in who knows who he is and his full name into teleports banks, him into a bank, bank for the police to find it's the bank he robbed at the beginning yeah, the one he remembers the one he remembers weird move mm. um and then he immediately just decides to go to rome um and, and yeah that's that that's the start essentially <laughs> they go they're going to rome right and samuel jackson's chasing him I I thought it was a real dick move, and he seems to do this a lot throughout the film, where he basically yeah. just head fucked her. Like right. she thought he she thought that he had uh, died. Yeah. So he yeah, puts yeah. a snow globe on the child's swing outside, yeah. and then never returns. Never. Like yeah. she not only thought she was dead, she thought she was being haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, see you later. Cheers, love. Yeah. I thought that was unbelievable. Yeah. And then this was the point where I wrote. If his mum was actually a jumper or a paladin, and she can, and she ran away to protect his family, I called it. Fair play, you wrote it. I called Wasn't it, it even really hinted at? at this point. Well, she ran away. She ran away when he was a kid, and his yeah, ability yeah, yeah, started yeah. when he was a kid. So I kind of yeah, just yeah, took yeah, two yeah. and two together and thought yeah. something's going on here. Yeah, we we get a shot of Samuel Jackson catching a jumper in like the forest in Asia. I don't know, oh, yeah. just kills him. Um, so that kind of sets up the premise of what he's up to, essentially. Um, the scene with the snow globe, you know, just big flashbacks of Neville Longbottom and the Rememberall, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's what they took inspiration from for this. Uh, they ripped it off, shot by shot, honestly. Right, isn't it weird that you bought her a snow globe? I, look, I don't care about the film anymore. Buying someone a snow globe is weird. I think, I think so. I, I think so. Like she said, she wanted to go to Paris. Yeah, they, like, they live in like some back end town, so that's yeah, quite a novelty. The I think. Yeah, and then uh... snow globes are a novelty. Yeah. Then again, when was the last time I saw a snow globe? I don't think I've seen one in years. Yeah, exactly, like, mate. Christmas ornaments, aren't they? You get them out at Christmas. We not. I don't have snow globes. Oh, I don't have a snow globe either, mate. Yeah, it's like an old thing. Max, do you have loads of snow globes? Oh, I can imagine your family's putting up multiple snow globes <laughs> now around yeah, yeah, my house. Yeah. It's during the practice <laughs> of snow globe season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, let me see. Let me see what we got. 
yeah, it's just so sloppy with the bar the bar fight scene. You can tell that's going to escalate into a bar fight as soon as he kind of steps foot in the bar. It's just got that vibe about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, nothing had happened in about ten minutes, really, yeah, apart from yeah. her going, "Were you not going to talk to me?" and yeah. doing the best summer from the OC kind of. Moves. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, in that opening sequence, he was getting up to stuff as well. He went to London and went to a bar, an Irish bar, and just slept with a woman. Yeah, yeah. legend. Seems like, and that, he did that first thing in the morning as well. Because he woke up in New York, went out with his, his umbrella, went and stood on Big Ben like a fucking creep <laughs> leading on one of the cans. looking <laughs> over the city like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then went down and prayed on someone, and that's like his breakfast essentially. She's his <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> you sound like an actual monster. He is a little bit. Yeah, also, if he woke up in New York and then he, he goes instantly to London, say he wakes up at 9am, it's only 2 o'clock in the afternoon in England. It's like pitch black and raining. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's honest. about right. Yeah, that's about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he goes surfing, right? And they're like, oh, there's no waves. I heard it hit Fiji. And then he's gone. He's gone to Fiji. He's surfing yeah. like the biggest wave ever. Oh, it cuts to someone who's very clearly not him surfing as well. It's really good. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it was him, maybe. But... No, absolutely not. <laughs> like a 40-foot wave. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like him, even from the back. Yeah. So, I don't know. He can teleport a surfboard. And he can teleport the clothes on his back at this point, right? He's not like... <laughs> Imagine if he couldn't. He just always pops up naked. He's got like a jet ski in his apartment, so he can teleport that. So I don't know. Like he's just limit testing that because he's slowly building up to a full building. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> the thing I don't get is when he goes surfing, when he goes to wherever he's going surfing, he already has a surfing board in his apartment, but he breaks in and steals one from this small business owner. I hate him. Yeah. He's basically a dick, isn't he? He's just he's, he's literally a dick. Yeah. And he's so lazy with it as well. He like teleports to the fridge and stuff like that. It's like, come Oh, on, you man. would though. Mm. Oh yeah, you would. But when you just teleport to a restaurant and get exactly what you want, rather than go to a fridge. I don't understand. There's some things that he cuts well, corners on. I don't have to go away to a restaurant. You'd have to go away. Like, just... Just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you could uh, teleport and eat something right now and like bring it back, what would you go get? Tortilla burrito. From, from Mexico or from Islington? No, from, from, from Dalston. Yeah. From, from Tortilla. I love that place. Nice. I'd go to like somewhere in Thailand and bring back like an amazing bit of street food. Oh, really? Like, like have a little bite of Pad Thai or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'd get, yeah. Yeah, some little Asian street food thing. Nice. That's the beginning, really, isn't it? Like Samuel Jackson's hunting him down. He's being sloppy. It's only going to end one way. Um, and and we see Griffin like watching him in all the bars. Every bar he goes to, Griffin's in there watching him. Well, yeah, because he sees him in the London bar. Yeah, in the London bar, do a jump as like a move to get in between the girl and the guy. Like, he physically just appears in between them. It's not yeah. like he stumbles. He just appears. People will be like. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, that guy literally just teleported, but okay. Why do also, you have to teleport to do that? You could just run into them. Normally. He doesn't have to run anymore. In a pub, <laughs> yeah. like he was in, if someone was talking to someone and then you just appeared and shoved them out of the way, yeah. they they just go and order more drinks or something. Yeah. Someone's kicking off at you. Yeah. It is weird. Like Imagine if me and you were in a pub and then someone just barged in front of us. And started yeah, yeah. What's this? Yeah. Odd. 
odd behavior i feel like to some extent he is a little bit like socially inept because of the life he's had right i think that's implied yeah i, I guess mean, he's she's been a 15 year old and then he's by himself all the time he's yeah. implied by his actions that he's socially inept yeah yeah, yeah. he does some very odd stuff he's inept in many ways actually <laughs> all right <laughs> So rather than lay low, David has taken an international flight and started a one-man crime spree in Rome. He essentially, because they go to the Colosseum, and he's like, oh, it's not off limits for us. We can break in here. He, and he like jumps in and then opens the gate. And he's like, come on, Millie, let's Brilliant. get in here. Um, they get attacked by two paladins, but another jumper, Griffin, helps him out a bit. Um, it's weird because Griffin's got a baseball bat. Again, I'm just going to say, just bring a gun mm-hmm. and also <laughs> griffin's like ah oh, welcome to the war and i'm like oh here we go it's going to be loads of characters it's a war it's a fucking war Too it's going to be but then after that griffin's like oh fuck off like, i don't want anything to do with you it's like why did you say welcome to the war then anyway griffin like and him fight the guys but david gets arrested he can't jump because millie's there so he gets arrested um he's about to i guess the paladins are coming right to the room that he's in but it's the woman comes in, it's his mum, and she frees him. Yeah. And Jordan at this point was, you know, throwing his hands in the air as the yeah. prophet. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was I knew it was all happening. Yeah, it, yeah. It really made me laugh. Like his reaction to it was like, Oh, mum, oh just I, like his just like his acting in Star Wars. It yeah, it was wooden. very wooden, wasn't it? That yeah, little yeah, that yeah. response. I um I thought it was implied his mum is a jumper. No, she's a paladin. She's a paladin. Why can't she be both? Because I think you have. Because she leaves the room. Her. She leaves the room, and he's like, "Mum, mum, mum," and she's gone. And he's like, "Where the fuck is she?" Maybe oh, if maybe... she's a jumper, he'd be able to do the old jump scar thing. I think he... she's a jumper. You think she's a jumper and a paladin? Yeah. So I think she's like an undercover jumper within the paladin organization. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. She's trying mm. to bring it down from the inside. Wow. Because why else would she help him? Because he's her son. Yeah. So, fucking jumper scum. <laughs> I think she's a jumper. Anyway, he sends... So he he, he runs away. He, they get out of there. He sends Millie back on the plane. He has no passport, I think. And that's why he can't go on the plane. Well, Wait. David took a plane there. Yeah. Because he had his passport. But then his passport... Oh, the police take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Yep. And then he uh, has a bag of cash as well. How did he get that through airport security the first time? Why didn't he just teleport into the plane? He doesn't have to walk through security. State's all sold out, mate. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Could have just teleported into the plane. Or, or he could say, oh, there's only one ticket on this plane. I'm getting one later. I'll meet you there. Yeah, I'll meet you on the next plane. So, yeah. yeah. Again, social awkwardness. That's just yeah. doesn't even bear thinking about. Yeah, the bag of money as well. Like, I don't know, stupid. Why is he carrying that around? Can't you just jump back to it and grab it and then jump? Like, I don't know. <sighs> he goes to see Griffin because he saw Griffin's base when he followed him during the Coliseum scene. And Griffin gives us some fucking exposition about Samuel L. Jackson and the Paladins. And he says, you know, the Paladins are going to kill Millie as soon as she lands. So they agreed to, agree to team up. Um, and they're going to kill Samuel L. Jackson. They drive around Tokyo for a bit and they're jumping the car around. Oh, it's the worst thing. Pointless. Didn't really need it, but they do it. it it's just so it looks cool. Yeah. The, the bit where the car comes out of the dealership, that yeah. bit of animation is actually horrific. Really bad, isn't it? It's so no, bad. That's the, um, 
groundbreaking animation that Max was mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Do you think maybe they were going to jump the car to another continent and then sell it? <laughs> yeah, I, would. <laughs> I would. Yeah. No yeah. paper trail. Exactly. <laughs> so essentially this all culminates in a big showdown because um, first David goes to Min- no, 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 no. First Samuel Jackson goes to David's dad and kills him. Then David goes and finds his dad and jumps him into a hospital and potentially, I don't know, destroys parts of the hospital. So kills his dad. His he slammed him into the floor. Yeah, literally. Um, then he goes to see Millie at the bar, but she's not there. So he goes to her apartment. They're arguing and then the paladins arrive. He jumps him and Millie to Griffin's base. Griffin's like, what the fuck are you doing? They've got a machine that lets them follow you. It's like, well, you could have mentioned that beforehand. This is your fault, really, Griffin. Paladins follow them. They have a, they have a fight and they tie up David because he's hiding, right? And then he's like, it's like all quiet. And then he sees pictures of his mum on Griffin's wall and he just starts shouting, mum, mum, running towards her. <laughs> Again, Absolutely these, ridiculous. that's the best they could come up with. Yeah. Also, you know, if they have a machine that, you, that they can follow you through. Yeah. Jump into a, above a volcano. Yeah, and then you can jump again quickly. Or yeah. you know they're <laughs> going to be following you. Just have a gun and wait for them to come through. And just... No guns. No guns, Tim. No, no guns. guns. No guns. Hit them with that baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. I really like the above a volcano bit. Yeah, or like a meat grinder or something. Well, that's what <laughs> oh. I think. In, in every fight, why do they not jump to the guy, grab him, look up, jump like a thousand meters up and then just mm. let go of the guy and jump away again. Yeah. Because you could just, you could think if you became a serial killer as a jumper, you could do big numbers pretty oh, quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Millions probably. It easily. You could be very inventive with how you did it. <laughs> they kept talking about like, I'm going to jump you to the sharks, but they never did it. I can't believe they teased that so many times. Well, yeah. That jump the shark thing was just played on for so long. Yeah. I wanted to see some sharks eat a person. I wanted to see it. Yeah. All right, so what happens? So they catch David because he jumps out of cover. They tie him up and they're talking. And then Griffin's got a flamethrower, but he makes sure that he says something before he pulls the trigger so that they can all jump out the way. Then the fucking paladins jump back to the apartment and then they're all like, okay, we did it. I think Griffin rides away on a quad bike, which is weird. Uh, Yeah. And then she says she cuts him down, but then the whip comes through and gets her and pulls her through. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. what kind of device is this? It looked like it went through her, but I guess it just wrapped around her. Interdimensional whip that they've somehow yeah, invented. Yeah, yeah pretty pretty good stuff. Um, so then Griffin's like, "All right, I'm just going to blow them all up," and he's getting a bomb ready that he's going to take to the apartment. Although he's never been to the apartment, so how can he do that? <laughs> I guess back through the wormhole. Back through the wormhole. Yeah, true. Just go back through the wormhole. Although, how long do they stay open for? Forever. Right. That's what it said. As long as the machine's on, it stays open. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, But then they start fighting amongst themselves because David's like, no, you can't kill Millie. They have a fight. They go to all different places. <laughs> like going to like, pyramids, the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> the pyramids. It's quite comedic, actually. Yeah. And then they and then they're in Chechnya in a war. So a bit dark as well. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. basically, what he does is jumps 
Griffin into like a power line, which definitely looked like it should have killed him. I'm just going to say that. Well, yeah, because they're getting like tasered with like thousands of volts. That kills yeah. a normal person. So I don't understand how. Yeah. This was like a, this is this like, is like a city's worth of electricity. It's like a power grid. Like, I'll get yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even be like. I know. It'd just, it'd just, be, be just be ash. It'd be ash. Yeah, literally. That's oh, fucked. you bastard. Why are you trapped me in here? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Uh, anyway, he's trapped him in the city's power grid, essentially. And then and then he's like, okay, now I could go and save Millie. Jumps to outside her apartment, sees her, sneaks in, and then with a pants, just jump out and start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> so unstealthy. Um, why do they even tie up Millie with the whip? She can't jump. Because she's then tied up. She's like, bait. Yeah, I guess. I she's, guess. He's got to come in and then he just ties her to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you say, David gets tied up as well. And then he's like, Rawr! and he's still being able to jump. Because his whips like stop them jumping, right? And yeah. so Samuel Jackson, I don't know what he's doing during all this. I think the room's shaking. He's like falling over. Yeah. Um, he's got his little knife out and he's got his little yeah, jumping yeah. He starts knife. saying, like, oh, I'm going to kill you. In the way that he's been saying it, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna kill yeah. you. Um, and then he essentially like David powers up and jumps the. It's like the, the room, isn't it? Or is it the no, flat? Is it the apartment? It's her, it's her whole apartment. Her whole no, apartment. It's, no, it's the room they're in. It just rips is off. It's just of the room. Yeah, I think it's just, just the room. room. Yeah, it jumps into a lake. Is it the yeah. river that he fell? Yeah, in? it's the river. Yeah, that he it's fell the river he fell in. It's good. He says, yeah. "Take a deep breath," and then. Yeah, pulls the building underwater, and then um, and then it jumps to the library. Yeah, and here's what I was reading. Okay, this is like deep lore, wow. deep deep theories. Hmm. Apparently, it's uh Millie that did the jump from the river into the library because David was unconscious, and in the sequel, the plan was Millie will learn how to jump. But anyway, oh. Oh, so you can learn it now. Apparently, apparently, it must be like an inherited ability or something. Because if you can just learn it, that's so well, stupid. Millie, how did the, they jump when David was unconscious? Deep down, she was always a jumper. Yeah, deep down, it was inside down. her. Yeah, always. <laughs> um, and they're in the library. Samuel Jackson's there. David then teleports him to the Grand Canyon, and Samuel Jackson, he's like. Smiling, oh, like, yeah. you damn he's kid. Like, Fair play. Fair yeah. play. He's like laughing about it. Yeah, he loves weird, it. Weird reaction, actually. You'd think he'd be like outraged or like, ah, you, you know, I'll get he's you. Just smiling time. and nodding. He's just like, laughing. Yeah. yeah. Surely you should just kill him as well. 100%. Because he's just going to keep coming after him. The meat grinder needs to be put into action. Sequel. Sequel. Gotta keep him going. One last bit at the end. David visits his long lost mother. And Kristen Stewart's there. Uh, and essentially his mum's like, I'm a paladin, fuck off, you know, I'm going to get you, give you a head gonna start. Get head start. Sort of <laughs> yeah, that's a little that's bit, a bit dumb. Anyway, that, that's the film. So, scores. Tim, were you going to say something? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, do you think you could jump and then return quick enough to throw someone into the sun? Yeah. I, like, things like that should be possible. Like, imagine if you jumped... Drops on the moon and then in the, in the air, and then you start falling, and then you jump again in the air and start falling until your momentum builds up, and then you jump horizontally, and you're just essentially flying at that point. That'd be cool. 
Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Why do you need to fly if you can just teleport? Mm. <laughs> it looks yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <In installments. laughs> it's a bit like Portal. Have you played Portal? Yes. Yeah. Bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Scores on the doors, Tim. Five jumps out of ten. No, four jumps out of ten. Ooh, wow. Why did you take one off? Because I would only watch this film if I was really hungover, and I'm just going to play on my phone the whole time. Okay. Fair, that's a fair comment. Uh, Jordan? Uh, I like the scoring system, so I'm going to go for three and a half jumps out of ten. Okay. Bit harsh. Is it? You can do what you want. Opinion, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing five and a half jumps. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. better than average. Better than average. So, normally a six out of ten or a five out of ten means you're going to watch it again within a year, Max. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching watch it. No, right, so well, I think you've overscored it. All right, five. Five jumps out of ten. Um, right. Now it's time. Oh, God. I don't want to do this one. you got to do that. <laughs> Imagine if, after all these years, the owner of the IP of Jumper... Jumper? Is that what this film's called? <laughs> Just yeah. done it for an hour. <laughs> yeah. They give you the keys to the uh, the car for the hottest sequel in town. You're given an unlimited budget director's chair to seek to the sequel of Jumper. What do you do? We find out in Beacle Sequels. Uh, to kick things off, uh, I'm going to pass it to superfan of Jumper, Max Mustanard. <laughs> Jeez, Jordan, so smooth as always. <laughs> He's had it so bored as you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I think that there's a lot of things that we're going to cross over on because yeah. there's only so much you can do with it. So here we go. <laughs> this is the sequel. There is a girl who can jump, not just herself, but items and other people. So maybe it's called pushing. Who knows? <laughs> she gets chased down by the paladins slash police. And on live TV with the whole world watching, she starts jumping stuff everywhere, whatever. And then she gets caught. David, Billy and Kristen Stewart make their own little jumper gang. And they're constantly trying to track down Griffin because he's gone rogue and his extreme jumpers who are like terrorists at this point. Everyone is trying to get the new girl because they want to save her slash get her to join them. It culminates in a four way battle between uh, the, the normies, a.k.a. David the terrorists, which is uh, Griffin, the girl, and also the paladins. That's a four-way battle, just to be clear. Uh, And people are jumping slash getting jumped all over the place. Someone jumps to the moon and then someone else jumps to Mars. The girl (laughs) jumps the moon into Earth's atmosphere and everyone has to work together to jump it away before it destroys New York. (laughs) The moon moon is only big enough to destroy New York. (laughs) If it's in the atmosphere, Max, it that means up. it's like 50 miles away from the it, surface of the Earth. It breaks up on the way down. Oh, New York's in trouble. The moon's on its way. <laughs> and then at the end, all the jumpers disappear again. And the president's like to Samuel Jackson, what are you going to do? Aren't you going to track down the jumpers? You need to get them. And Samuel Jackson says something like one liner. It's like, oh, I guess the jumpers have their uses after all. Something they, got, like that. they got the jump on me. Yeah, something yeah. stupid like that. And that's jumper two. Wow. Yeah. What's it called? I love your idea of a funny one-liner. Is I guess the jumpers have their uses after all. <laughs> Get me in that writer's room. I yeah, can spit stuff like that for oh, days. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, Tim, what you got for me? Oh, what's the, what was it called, Max? Jumper 2. It's just Jumper 2. Two. New York's in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you're up. Um, so mine is jump. Is ju- oh, I said jumping off from... Um, 
my idea of dropping people into the sun. So David, so Miller gets killed. So Samuel L. Jackson, the beginning of the film, Samuel L. Jackson is back. He kills Millie. He finds out the mum's a fake paladin slash jumper lady, kills her. David ends up beating him. It's only the first half an hour of the film. This all happens. The rest of the film is David's slow descent into being a serial killer. And he, as Max said, gets more and more creative with it. And then it's Jamie Bell has to hunt him down and basically stop him because he's giving jumpers a bad name. Okay. He's trying to convert more jumpers, almost like Magneto. Yeah. He's trying to convert more jumpers into hating normal people and trying to take over the world. Oh, and Jamie cool. Bell's obviously trying to stop this. Jamie Bell has a dance number um, yep. to a T-Rex akin to all the best scenes from Billy Elliot. Um, that's the main part is that Jamie Bell gets a uh, dance number and there's a load of really creative ways of killing people when you can jump around he jumps a car out from a different continent just on top of someone that sells it that sells it (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah I think the the biggest profile kill he does they're like reporting on the news and it's like this big story of oh this person's killing people all the time it's like a massive serial killer like wave he jumps to exactly where they are and they just fucking explode. Wow. And he's just standing there going, watch your back. Nice. And then just jumps away and just disappears. And everyone's like, oh my God, people are losing their minds. That sounds like, there you go. that sounds pretty lit. Has it got a name or is it just Jumper 2? Oh, it's Jumper 2. Jumper 2. <laughs> New York, watch out. New York's in trouble. <laughs> Jordan, what you got? Uh, I'm going to do a prequel. Oh, nice. And it's going to be based on the origins of the paladins and the origins of the jumpers. So a bit, a lot of background around how the organizations were formed and how jumper genes are passed down from family to family. And at some point there was a crossover where a paladin and a jumper got married and had a child. <laughs> and that bloodline ends up with um, David's mum. Yeah. David's mum, right? So there's there's then the whole history of how the paladins were formed and then the ending sequence is what happened after she left the family and what she's been doing inside the paladins to slowly take them down brick by brick from the inside so it's like a backstory to the paladins and the jumpers which leads to the day after that she left she left the family and what she's been doing in the paladin organization to take them all down does she have to end up going to jacksonville so christian stewart has to go and live with her dad yes and then it then twilight begins and I was actually—I pl- thought we had avoided that, you know. <laughs> no, we have. We have avoided that. that was that was. Just a I was waiting for that to happen. I was kind of really, really excited. So yeah, it's it's called Paladins Rise Up. <laughs> Is there a Paladins. hashtag in there somewhere? Paladins hashtag Rise Up. Yeah. Paladins Rise Up. New York's in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> always ends up in New York getting hit by the moon. Um, it's a shame. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a prequel. And then it ends at exactly the same time as uh, the original film. And then it goes into Tim's film. <laughs> Your camera froze. Just on the... uh, can yeah. I, if it's Tim's film and not mine, can we at least put the moon scene in there? Uh, that, yes, that's, the moon that's, scene so, happens. So what's going to be happening is uh, Jane Bell's dancing. His dancing scene is going to be on the moon as it hits New York. <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be, he's gonna be tap dancing nice. it into, into the ground. Nice. I would watch that film. <laughs> It'd be great. I just uh, can't believe there's no real sequel. If they make it, we're all going to the premiere. 100% the, the midnight the midnight release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you going to go as? 
Uh, my favourite character from Jumper. Billy Elliot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Michael Rooker. Nice. In like the abusive, I'm going to wear like a wife beater and have like a Stella with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People <laughs> know. Damn kid. Yeah, we're going to like cosplay as Jumper characters. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the show. Um, we're just going to skip through these bits. So obviously follow us on Instagram. Keep an eye out for what we're doing. Pretty loose with, and easy with the schedule these days. Um, we're going to try and do Kissing Booth 3 when schedules allow. Other than that, just keep an eye on all your favorite streaming platforms, aka Spotify, and we'll see you again. That's that. Nice one, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.